Welcome to Trust Matters, the podcast, where Charles H. Green, CEO of Trusted Advisor Associates and co-author of the best-selling book, The Trusted Advisor, answers your questions and offers wisdom on how to build stronger relationships with clients and colleagues. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Trust Matters, the podcast. I'm Charlie Green, here with Jason Gluskin, Keeper of the Mailbag. Jason, what have the holidays brought us in the way of listener questions? Hey, Charlie Green. Happy New Year. We've got a great question from Alberto. It's about business development, specifically about early contacts with potential leads and clients. He writes in to say, Charlie, about two years ago, with a few friends, we all left a large consulting firm to set up our own firm. We quickly grew to about a dozen people leveraging our previous contacts, but we've just hit a wall. Our problem isn't visibility nor credibility. We're getting inquiries and bites from the Apple, as you may say, but we're just not converting them. Somewhere after the first phone call or the first meeting, they're drifting away. We've got the credentials and experience, as I've said, and I know we could do the work that we're presenting, but the pitches just don't seem to be taking. We're just not making it to the finals. We're either getting beat by someone else or the leads are just going cold on us. I guess we're only moving about 25% of our good leads into serious contention, and we've got to figure out a way to improve that number immediately. Please help us out. Do you have any ideas? Uh, Yes, Alberto, I certainly do. And I want to stretch out on this one a bit because you're raising an issue that needs to be understood in context, in particular two pieces of context. First, this is an early stage sales issue. And if, as you say, your leads are good quality, then that 25% figure you quote for moving to next stage is indeed too low. Second, this early stage is a critical opportunity to create trust and too many people miss it. When they do, the visible signal is just what you pointed out, that 25% yield number. What it tells me is that you're missing an early opportunity to create trust, and it's costing you. So let me talk about a concept I call bringing a risky gift. In terms of sales process context, this uh, concept is relevant at the first point in your go-to-market process where you're actually raising an important substantive issue with the client. That could potentially happen in a very content-rich email that you send out. And sometimes it may happen later, like in a first live presentation. But most often, typically, it happens in a first meeting or a first phone call or video call. The point is, it's after they've made a decision to at least talk to you, and after you have decided this is a conversation worth having. You've done some basic screening to determine, yes, this is a viable potential client. And it's a substantive conversation about their real business need or issue. Now let's flip over to trust. Remember, trust happens when one party, the trustor, decides to take a bit of a risk on trusting the other party. If the other party, the trustee, then proves themselves trustworthy, then click, the level of trust just went up. Then the parties switch roles and rinse and repeat. So here's the key question. Who takes the first risk? If you're going to wait for the buyer to take the first risk, that's like aggressively waiting for the phone to ring. It's way too passive, and it usually doesn't work. Buyers don't like taking risks. But if you can figure out a way to take the first risk... It makes it so much easier for the buyer to trust you when it becomes their turn. So how do you do that? Well, let's talk about this bringing a risky gift idea. Let's assume the most common case, a phone call. You've exchanged emails, they've looked over your website a bit, and you're both tentatively interested enough to have a phone call. What usually happens, and what I'm betting is happening in your case, Alberto, is that we on the seller end of things are eager to tell them all the reasons we're absolutely the right people to go with to address their issue or problem way too eager. Maybe we launch into the equivalent of a 20-page deck, or maybe we steer all questions to mini-speeches about our qualifications and our methodologies, our past clients. 
Now, one problem with that approach is obvious. You shouldn't be doing nearly as much of the talking. Ideally, in an introductory call like this, you want the client to be doing, I don't know, 70% or so of the talking. But that's by no means the whole problem. If they're doing 70% of the talking just because they're answering some inane or self-serving questions from you, you also don't win. Because asking smart questions doesn't solve the trust problem. All it does is make you look like a smarty pants showing off. Looking smart doesn't produce very much trust, and overdoing it actually reduces trust. Okay, now we're ready. Let's name the issue the client has raised and call it problem one. Here's what bringing a risky gift sounds like. Well, Miss Client, obviously you know your business better than we do, and we're going to have to do more work to get up to speed on all of your issues. However, that said, we do know a few things about the topic of problem one that you've raised as it affects your industry, and we've taken some time to look into problem one as it affects your particular business. So, and now listen, we could be wrong about this, but it seems to us that maybe one of the things that's going on here is actually problem two, an issue that underlines, underlies the problem one issue you've raised with us. So let me just ask you, does that make any sense? Are we barking up the wrong tree here? Now, you're either going to be right or you're going to be wrong about the problem two hypothesis. And it's important, by the way, that problem two is a real idea. It's not some fluffy zero content generalization. You're taking a risk here, and that's the whole point. Remember how trust begins with someone taking a risk? Now, there are pretty much only two answers you're going to get from the client, given that intro. Here's the first one. Uh, you betcha. Problem two is a real critical part of the whole problem one thing. Anything you got that can help us deal with problem two would be very welcome. Can we talk about that? Well, now that's a pretty good reaction, right, from a client? But wait, the other answer is possibly even better. It sounds like this. Ah, Alberto, you know, you're not the first person to guess that about problem two. And yes, you're right. It's an important part of problem one. But you know the real key to problem one? It's not problem two. It's problem three. And here's what you, Alberto, say in return. Oh my gosh, I get it. The moment you said that, I realized, holy cow, of course, it's problem three, isn't it? Fascinating. So tell me, how did you figure out the problem three angle? And tell me more about how you approach dealing with that. This is kind of exciting. Tell me more about this. Now, hopefully I've described this idea in a way that you can intuitively get it. So let's talk a little bit about why it works. It works because it's risky and because it's a gift. First, the risk part. You're literally saying, listen, we could be wrong about this, but you're going ahead and putting it out there anyway. The message it communicates is threefold. Number one, it says you're willing to take risks on behalf of the client. Number two, it says you are self-confident enough to take a risk. And number three, it encourages the client to reciprocate by taking their own risk, opening up and being candid with you. And critically, this is a gift. It's a gift of your expertise. The gift here is a bit of free consulting, free insight generation. And like all gifts, it invites appreciation and reciprocation. This particular kind of content-based gift is a mixture of the rational and the emotional. You're using content expertise to evoke an emotional connection. It works on both levels. So there you have it, Alberto. The next time you get one of these early stage opportunities, roll up your sleeves, do some serious thinking, and go to the call or meeting prepared to bring a risky gift. You've been listening to the Trust Matters Podcast with Charles H. Green. Send us your questions about trust, relationships, and business at podcast at trustedadvisor.com. And visit trustedadvisor.com for tons of free articles, videos, and more.